AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel M. Pern. Welcome to Bar Talk. Hey, this is Turch, the CFO of the We Only Do One Take podcast, the only podcast on earth that is a complete shit show, and you're listening to Bar Talk. Conflicting thoughts last night in your head, the kind of words you don't want me to hear, still prefer I find out what you're feeling through your friend. 
always begging for me to come closer No mistake when you push me on the sofa Screw your face up when I'm in the outward I don't wanna see him ungrateful And I don't wanna see him unfaithful I think there is more to this than empty words Why can't we just break up or see that our gods now Forget the world and put our hearts where our mouth is Say some sh** that we don't really mean And make our forehead in between the sheets Hold each other a little bit tighter Ignore the clock and just stay a little longer People talk about it so easy Molly, Molly, welcome, welcome, yet welcome all and one and many to uh, where are we? We are at the at, at Northcote Social Club, <laughs> at the Northcote Social Club, the only, the one, the uh, esteemed uh, place that is, yes, indeed, the Northcote Social Club. On what is I, this is an experiment, isn't it? It's going to be a weird episode. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just like, this is the guinea pig episode. How, how do you feel? Like, I want to say firstly, welcome to <laughs> episode 38 of Bar Talk uh, with myself, your uh, inagnanimous, 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 inagnanimous organizer and host. And I'm, I'm very pleased to finally meet him in person and actually sit down <laughs> and chat to Turch from the We Only Do One Take podcast to his guest co hosting. Outside broadcasting at the North Central Club. I know. And for the first episode to do in person, you dragged me out to a pub. Uh, so uh, this is the this is the end of your podcast. Well done. You've decided to uh, end it on a low note. This <laughs> so is that's um, okay. Yeah, call my call my beer the shark. Cause I'm about to jump over it. <sighs> this is hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, good looking. But it's good to finally get out and, and you know do this in person. We've been talking about it offline for a very uh, online. Sorry, offline, offline. Well, not on mic anyway. How do you speak to someone through the internet offline. I, I don't know. I, I meant off mic more than anything else, but uh, you know, <laughs> but you know, we were trying to catch up and do this properly, you know. And obviously, a global pandemic has stopped us, which is very unfortunate. But um, but we're very, I'm very happy to be here in person at the Northcote Social Club with you to talk about all these cool new tracks that yeah. have just come out, which is awesome. And uh, we're we're totally remote at the moment. Everything's battery powered, and uh, <laughs> even me. Beep, bop, boop, boop. It's getting those energy levels up. I, you drove. I here, did drive, and that's why you're only drinking pots. That's right. I'm, I'm being, I'm being uh, the the safe, the safe driver tonight. Just you know, keeping keeping it under the zero point zero five as per the legal requirement. AMR does not condone drink driving. <laughs> no, no, but drink unless, driving, drink unless driving, it's somebody you don't like. I was going to say drink driving and juggling is fine because <laughs> no one's ever died from doing that at the same time. So that's fine. But drink driving at the same time—that's when you're going to have issues. You mean drink juggling? No, no, you're going to be drinking and driving and juggling at the same time. Have you ever heard of anyone dying from that? I rest my case. I feel like... <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to work my brain around that, but I was saying if you're skilled enough to do all three at once, yeah, you're not going to die from it. I think you'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have come off some absolute stunners to start with. Um, actually, to start with a couple of, couple of uh, ones across the ditch... Mm. Uh, in New Zealand, Thea and Vane, we came off with Creep. Now, every time Thea puts out tracks, it's just balls to the wall, like theatrical, over-the-top pop. I love it. It's so good. I, you know, pop, uh, rap and pop, like, rap pop like this and hip-hop is something I'm still diving into, that, like, you know, in, diving into that world into, but this is such a great opening track for me to, to continue to learn about, I guess, as you said, New Zealand hip-hop. Which is really, really cool. But that second verse for me was an absolute banger. And that's what drove, got me right into this song 110%. I'm trying to find out which, which who did the second verse. Because she's teamed up with uh, another Kiwi artist, yeah, Vane. Vane. And did you notice too, it was a bilingual song? Yeah, and at I'm, the start, at the start, there was a little what, bit, what little bit was it? you know, a little bit sprinkled here and there. Mm. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I, I'm guessing it's Maori. I'm, I'm assuming so. I, yeah. But not only that, there was this really cool harmonised vocal within the rap style. They were both rapping and harmonising, yes. which was something I, I don't think I've ever heard before. Maybe that's just my naivety when it comes to this, this genre exactly. But it was absolutely cool to hear something completely... For me, it was something completely different. And, and there's just no fucks given, because at the end, they go, as you notice, like, oh, fuck off. You know, thanks for mm. coming. Now, fuck off. <laughs> And that's how I like to end a show. I was good. That's, that's a great, that's the encore <laughs> song. You know, you, you know, doing like a Blues Brothers. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here type of thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just ripping off semi-sonic there. Uh, but yes, uh, Creep is the song, and apparently it is. I was just looking at it. I'm, I'm reading off my phone at the moment. I said, very professional uh, setting here. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm here for fill us. <laughs> um, apparently, it is about um, calling out sexual predators. So you know, it's you gotta you gotta fight fire with fire and uh, just go all out. Absolutely, balls to the wall. Absolutely, because it's nasty, nasty stuff, and we want to make sure that we are not not mincing our words here. Shall we say? 
But no, it is it was awesome. And yeah, honestly, every time I see Thea put out stuff, it's such good club music. Awesome. Yeah. I'm digging it. Go, go and dance your heart away to that song. Absolutely. And after that, actually, uh, we had another Kiwi artist, as I mentioned before, Taylor Roche, with his new single, Why Can't We? Now, this guy we have featured on The Mint Factory before, of course, one of our other shows here on AMR. Um, and he's been putting out songs here and there and really good stuff and just a bit more emotive sort of pop. But this one was a real bit of a 90s throwback, don't you reckon, Turch? You know what? You say, I, I got that 90s vibe to a degree, but this, for me, had some undertones of that song by Ed Sheeran, Castle on the Hill, the way that it built yeah, up. Yeah, but he, he's tried to imitate the back, the Backstreet Boys for how exactly long? For his entire career. Well, you know, he's, he's, he, the looks he's oh, really missing out on, I think. <laughs> the Max Martin aspect, maybe he's there uh, writing all the songs. But you're right with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I first, when Ed Sheeran first became popular... All the girls were swooning around it. Apparently, he did. They loved the red. They loved the red luscious locks. Well, and the red beard. It's the acoustic. And the cats. Gu- it's the acoustic guitar, mate. They the, just want him to play and one the half size guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so big with it. Because <laughs> it's such a small guitar. <laughs> but it's the, all perspective. It's like the old classic fish. Fish do we like take the photo of the fish when you're fishing at oh, the right like angle, right so at, it yep. looks bigger than it actually I is. Get that. It's yeah. the same concept. Is that the same with the certain types of pictures that men take these days as well, or is that just? <laughs> not, uh, I haven't experienced that, any of those photos uh, in yes, my inbox the, uh, recently. But old, and email uh, us at We Only Do One Take Podcast. <laughs> the only the, the Johnny the Johnny shot, as I call them. <laughs> just the Richard picture. Richard. <laughs> Rick pick. <laughs> You know, yes, uh, <laughs> portrait of Richard. Um, but yeah, the, the you know, lots of <laughs> Mona Mona Penisa. That's the best I can do. Yeah. We're, we're trying here. We're, we're we really light. are trying our it's, worst. It's North Coast Social Club bringing out the worst. But this, there was some really cool, really cool synth in this sort of stuff, and there was a really cool key change in this as well, which yes. is going on for that '90s boy band. You know. Uh, what's that Wendy's boy band song um, what I want it that way that's how I felt it was and it was very Backstreet Boys key change and and my girlfriend who was very much listening in the car as we drove up was saying there was a Shawn Mendes start and a Backstreet Boys finish ah very good uh, so yes eclectic but uh, I have to give him a shout out too because not only did Nick Knack send it in um, who of course he's been been partnering up with for a while but Taylor sent it in himself so thanks Taylor mm. he's um he's keeping his eye out so I just want to give him a shout out thanks for sending it in duplicating the duplicating the process and making sure we didn't we didn't miss it no, we absolutely didn't um, yeah good stuff Taylor it is why <laughs> we didn't mention the name of the song why can't we question mark it's out now <laughs> you gotta listen to it it's on Spotify that's how I listen to it that's a- <laughs> I don't play preferences with the spot streaming services. Um, if they pay us, I'll, I'll let them know. I'll, Which, I'll, I'll be sharing their As long as Taylor's getting the money for it, that's, that's all we care about. Pay your artists. I'm not giving me any. I'm not giving him any money. I'm technically worse than the streaming sites. Well, there you they go. give like three point whatever point zero zero three percent of a play, something a like that, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. There was something that came out with uh, Pharrell getting like thirty dollars for his song "Happy," but that's fine because that song's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this week, though, I was really happy. The other day, I got to chat to Esperance um, rock band, rock and roll band, awesome. uh, Car Park Social. Uh, and just uh, Daniel from Car Park Social. That's right. You probably we had say a bit that. of a laugh. Yeah, no, I keep forgetting people's names. Uh, I was like last week with Foley. If you listened to last week's episode, where I kept I kept thinking his name was Gerard. No, it was actually Gabe Gabriel. 
I don't know where Gerard came from. Anyway, uh, Daniel from Car Park Social had a good old chat. We had a chat about their EP and what they, how they recorded it, which was really interesting. And you're going to, excuse me, here, that's just my beer. Excuse me. You're going to hear all about that soon. Alcohol will be coming up a bit later as well. Uh, if they don't close the bar, actually, they're going to have to get out. <laughs> we'll alcohol to get very soon. soon. Yeah, it's going to be sitting just like. Gathering dust nice. while we do the rest well, of the nice recording. Very short, but that's okay. We might have to swap around the <laughs> around the segments. Um, but yeah, I can, the car park social interviews up next. Uh, but before that, now talk about a summer track. Mm. Joe Mungovan, I think is how you pronounce his name, or Joe Mungovan. I'm guessing uh, another a Kiwi of a, of a mispronounced name. I'm guessing another Kiwi, or I might be wrong. Uh, no, 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 no. He is from. Let me just find out where. Oh, so my all Lord, I was Lord. feeling in this song, the mm. song "Lemon and Lime," was this beautiful island feeling, very Jason Mraz-y, like yeah. that sort of, that sort of feeling. But there was one, a couple of parts in this song that also reminded me a little bit of SpongeBob SquarePants. Some of those slide guitar parts, really cool. You don't hear too many slide guitar parts in, in songs these days, and that was I'm not outside it. of bluegrass or exactly like you know right. rock and roll. Exactly yeah. right. So glad to see the slide guitar make an appearance. He lives in Kiana, South Coast. There you go. Okay. And apparently it was inspired by a, uh, uh, um, like a quote-unquote one night after a show in Germany with a girl. So I'll there leave that go. one be. They don't, they don't elaborate it. Although they do. He apparently he says they had a magic, quote, magical time well, there you together. Go. And I'm sure it was. Those German girls are very... Uh, I was going to say island night in Germany. What can Ooh, I say? Yeah. <laughs> First, when I think Island Paradise, that's what I think of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> what an efficient night it was. <laughs> what would an island, a German island paradise be? We can't talk Just about a bunch that on of this bi- podcast, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon we might upset a few, a few Germans, would we? Either that, I didn't yeah. think Germans were that easily upset. I thought they could take a joke. Oh. This part of the podcast is... Uh, is <laughs> not brought to you by not the Germans. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Definitely not sponsored by Germany at this part of the show. We need to get a couple of German sponsors. So, one of our PRs is based in Germany, so, you know. There we yeah, go. We love them. But, no, um, really good stuff, and it was just so relaxing. Just, just a great summer track. Lemon and lime. Vodka, lemon, lime. Love a bit of vodka, lemon, lime. We need it in this summer... Oh, definitely. Yeah, that five-day lockdown the other day. Five-day lockdown. I, need, I needed this song the whole time just to, just to get me just through. Just in the background, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, um, good stuff, Joe. Uh, really, really cool. But yeah, Joe Mungovan's song, Lemon and Lime, and it's a little plus symbol, not A-N-D. Yes, so it is. when you go and search it up, don't fuck it up. <laughs> but yes, um, it's up next. And uh, then, obviously, Car Park Social, they're one of their new singles, Here Come the Kids. And then my chat to Daniel from Car Park Social. Church, where are the good folks listening to? What are the good folks listening to? Oh, it's AMR Australia. Yeah, here it is. Joe Mungovan with Lemon and Lime. Enjoy. Only enough from 
I've been acting a little bit lazy Come pull me out of the fizzy days I spend alone And would you fix me up with your medicine One drop on the tongue and I'm back again Oh my darling, do me a favor Save a little bit for later It's Daniel from Car Park Social. You're listening to AMR.
Oh, yeah, folks. Mm, take a load of that. I hope you really like that. How's that? I mean, it's pretty good, wasn't it? I, I do hope you agree because uh, that was the latest single off the awesome WA band Car Park Social. Uh, their brand, their most, well, one of their most recent single singles, Here Come the Kids, which is off their brand new EP, which is out now. Um, but before you go and rush off to check it out, I'm very, very, very pleased to have with me on the line all the way from WA, Daniel from Car Park Social. Daniel, how are you going today? Welcome to the show, first of all. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. How are you going today? I'm doing as well as I possibly can, uh, can all things considering at the moment. But you know what? That's fine. I'm feeling a lot better now that we're chatting. <laughs> yeah. Um, firstly, uh, congrats on the EP. It's really cool. Uh, it's good to see you've um, finally released it. It's the self, self-titled debut from you guys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Th- uh, thanks very much. Yeah, it is. It's our... Um that's our first EP. We've done a couple of little recordings before, but that's this is the first uh, one that we've yeah, put together as an EP. And um, yeah, yep, really excited about uh, getting it out there. Yeah, I'm going to say you guys are all based in Esperance, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, Esperance yeah. in WA. Yeah, no, I think I have to double check, but I wouldn't be surprised if you are the first Esperance band we've actually interviewed. So uh, <laughs> I've heard uh, it was funny when we when we featured. Um, Blind, the previous single, like a few weeks back, uh, there was another song that was also mentioned, Esperance, and we thought it was fu- total coincidence, but we thought it was pretty funny that Esperance came up twice in the one episode. So, uh, well, you know, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah, that's unusual. It's, it's, I mean, we're a pretty small town, really. <laughs> so, uh, having said that, though, there's a pretty good music scene over here, so we're lucky to be involved in that. But, um, you, yeah, unusual you, that it's getting getting uh, mentioned over there. You <laughs> answered my next question, which was going to be, da-da-da, how's the music scene down there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, because um, you said there's a few, other ba- a few other music acts, so is there like a slew of local bands that are playing around the area? There is, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a few bands and lots of solo artists and stuff, and it's kind of all driven by this. Um, there's a local guy who's got a little events management business um, yep. called Kaiser Presents, and so um, he's really built up the scene here. It's, it's given lots of young crew a bit of a platform to, to perform and, and uh, get their music out there, and also enabled, um, you know, bands and stuff as well to continue performing and. Um, yeah, he, he also gets lots of touring acts through as well. So we're really lucky being a small town to have a business like his to, to you know, keep the music scene going and it's, um, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. We're really lucky. Yeah, I was going to say, what, so what's his name? Um, may as well, you know, mention names, especially if he does all the good work that you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's Kyron Smithson and his business is called Kaiser Presents. That's pretty cool, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's in a, he's a rock and band himself as well called Grand Casual. So, um, we play we play a fair bit with those guys as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. It, it really seems to be a common theme with a lot of towns uh, that have good music scenes. It's usually down to, uh, unless they've had like an ongoing history um, for it, like Tamworth or something like that, 
the towns that usually have those smaller towns that might have a really good music scene are usually due to one or two people or one business or one venue really, you know, putting the town on the map as far as either having a local music scene or, you know, cultivating song local songwriting talent or, you know, having that venue, that touring venue that people want to play at because it's got a name for itself because, you know, in this case, it's got the person that's that name behind it, you know, that that uh, good reputation that's been built over it. So, I've noticed that with a few different towns. Uh, it was yeah, the same with yeah. the town I grew up in. There was a few people that were, were like that and I can think of a few other examples as well. So, it's not that uncommon to, to hear about that. All right, yeah. Well, yeah, I think- um we're pretty pretty lucky to be living in a town where you know Kaiser's just it's um you know he's really selfless you know he gets he gets everyone involved um we've got an art centre here called the Cannery Art Centre which um mm-hmm. uh that's that's a venue that he uses a lot as well and so that's um it's great the the music gigs around here there's there's sort of this a, a really um you know there's the same crew who are between the ages of 18 to 60 who come to all these events who really just all they want to do is listen and experience live music so um yeah those two things together kaiser and the cannery arts center are, are the things that sort of uh, make the esperance music scene work and um yeah we're, we're really lucky to have it um to be living in the town with this with, it, with them happening yeah I was going to say, when you do play local compared to, say, when you're touring elsewhere, whether it's Perth or even interstate, um, I don't know where you guys have played, but, you know, have you sort of noticed a difference between uh, the reactions from the local crowd that know you uh, compared to maybe people that either haven't seen you play or aren't too familiar with you because you haven't, you know, you don't get out as often, you know, you obviously don't get to play other places as often as your local area. Have you sort of noticed a difference? Um, yeah, we, we haven't played a lot. We've played at a couple of regional festivals in mm. WA and mm. in Perth. Um, so we have, I mean, we've been playing as a band for probably, I don't know, maybe not quite two years. So we haven't yep. done, uh, and we're part-time musos as well. So we haven't had a good, you know, we don't have a great deal of time to be touring around and traveling as well. But, um, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, we do. There's the, the local scene's definitely really good and it's, um, uh, you know, <laughs> there's the odd time where we've played in a pub where there's a TAV or whatever, and it's you know obviously there's not much uh, not yeah. much atmosphere in those type venues. But um, you know, a lot of regional festivals and um, some of the sort of specific or pubs that are set up for live music uh, that have got the live music names um, that we played at in Perth. They've sort of been been great events too, but. Oh, look, definitely, you know, the local crew, when they know your songs and they know who you are and they know that they're in for a, for a good party when there's a show on, that sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> enhances the atmosphere and makes it a, yeah. a uh, better event, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's the night out sort of thing, you know, let's make, a, make it a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, let's talk a bit about, like, you know, the, the EP because, um, well, you know, that's what what you're here for at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, no, let's chat about the EP because um, you tell us a bit about where you actually recorded it because it is kind of in, it is pretty interesting and I want to find out more. So yeah, tell us I guess the, the I guess the location or why you decided to record it where you did. Um, yeah. So well, like what happened is we we had a few. You know, we had we had a bank of original songs that we were, we just wanted to get them recorded because we mm. otherwise they just disappear. You know, and um, 
what happened last year, just, well, I guess it was just after our, you know, just after, I was probably in about May last year when everything was quieting down and all the borders were closed and everything. Um, our guitar player, Paul, he really injured his arm surfing and we couldn't, um, he couldn't work and he couldn't surf and he couldn't play music. <laughs> and That's so not an excuse. Started- it was only one arm. You should have told him to play lap slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Open tuning. Just, you could, you could just have done open some shakers or something, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. No, use yeah. your um, use use the uh, the what do you call it? The oh, mine's gone black. Oh, cast. That's it. Use the cast yeah, as like a cast. slide. Get like a glass <laughs> yeah. glass cast so you can just slide up and down the fretboard. Uh, well, uh, we we weren't actually allowed to get together at that time anyway. It was, yeah, it was um, we we couldn't have four people in a room together. So yeah. Um, Anyway, he, he just started doing some research into how we could record some songs um, on into, into get some reco- uh, some songs recorded, probably because he just couldn't sit still, you know. Mm. Um, and he managed to track down um, a mob called Barefoot Bands, um, which uh, it's it's run by well, the, I guess the brainchild of uh, Bretton Maynell, Drew Goddard, who's the um, the guitar player from Carnival. And uh, the Wham board member Chris Edmondson. So um, he sort of tracked those guys down, figured out it was in Coolgardie, which is pretty um, accessible from Esperance. It's about just under four hours away, which is half the time of Perth. And um, yeah, so we just booked in a few days up there and drove up there for a few days. And um, so they set up a little studio um, in a in the old railway station, which is really really interesting you know it's their old railway station building um it's yeah nothing has been modified in the room to to suit recording or anything but they've just uh yeah they just set everything up in there and um we basically went and locked in in Coolgardie for a few days which was which was really good it was really efficient um you didn't have mates who you knew to want to catch up with for dinner or visit family and stuff like would happen in Perth so you could sort of get started in the morning and work till till into the night and stuff and um, not have any interruptions. And, uh, you know, working with those guys was great. They were really, um, you know, obviously really experienced, really professional, really easy to work with. They offered us heaps of suggestions on what we could do with our music, which we were open to, obviously, and really happy to take on board. And, um, yeah, it was a really good experience. I think we did th- – we did – Four days, well, th- yeah, three and a half days of recording, and and got the got the EP done up there. So it was great. I was going to say, so this room at the station was it actually only used for your EP, or is it has it actually been properly set up as a studio for other people as well? Oh, they have, yeah. So they've set it up as a studio. Um, there's there's a there's a few different rooms, so they you know so they don't get sort of. Um, you know, mic bleeding or whatever between when things are mic'd up and that sort of thing. So they set up amps in different rooms to drums and all that sort of stuff. And um, but yeah, it's it's basically just been set up temporarily, but um, with all the all the gear. Um, and they yeah, they've they've recorded some locals. They've recorded they've, yeah. Um, so they've done lots of well different stuff, music. Um, so there's some spoken word poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, so um, it, it is set up. It's not always set up with everything you need. They're ready to go. Like I think every time they go there, they have to set a few things, a few bits and pieces up. But there's most of the gear is sort of staying in there now. Um, 
yeah, but it's a re- yeah, it was really uh, yeah, it's a really nice old building. Um, yeah, it's a cool atmosphere. Yeah. That's that's pretty mm. cool. And um, I was going to say, with you mentioned before, like it was very much a case of you were able to focus on the EP. You weren't distracted or anything. Was that was that intentional from the start? Like we've got to get out of town so that when we can focus on it, or was it just an accidental and positive byproduct of just happening to record out of town? I think it was probably accidental. Yeah, like I mean, we we there's there's not there wasn't a great deal of options available to us in Esperance. Um, I mean, there 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 was. We'd done a couple of just sort of um, makeshift recordings prior, but we we were looking at doing some stuff in Perth or you know out of town anyway, and um, so we were looking at potentially going to Perth, but um, then this one, oh, Paul discovered this one, and it was just. Um, yeah, like I said, I think it was probably a, yeah, a, probably a hindsight thing. Yeah, <laughs> in hindsight, we realised mm. how efficient it was because we weren't yeah. in, in the in the city. Everyone's got family and mates and yeah. and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, it was it was for us who are part time musos, have families and stuff. We uh, it was it was a kind of efficient way of getting things done nice and quickly. Yeah, when you did get there. And you were in the process of putting the record together. Was it a case of you of you already knowing the songs and the track list, or was there a lot of whittling down that you had to do when you when you'd finally got to recording? Oh, we already knew the songs were well rehearsed. So we'd yep. we'd, pro- we'd pretty much been playing um, three of the four songs that we did. We'd been playing for the you know maybe a year. Mm. Um, or just over a year, and um, one of them had had been sort of put together in the previous couple of I don't know previous couple of months. But we, yeah, we were real familiar with the song, so we sort of um, you know did our scratch tracks all together, and then did our individual tracks off that. So it was, um, yeah, it was. Uh, we didn't. We only made minor variations based on recommendations that the, the crew who were up there gave us. Um, um yeah so it was it was um yeah i guess in answering your question we did know the songs and we didn't we didn't have to spend heaps of time sorting things out we didn't know we didn't have a track list though we um we just sort of um discussed that and worked that out as we as we did the recording yeah yeah so you knew that it was going to be these four songs though you were going to put down on the release yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, we knew the, we knew the four songs that we were going to record um, and we, yeah, we just sort of made little variations along the way mm. and, yeah, sorted out the order once we'd recorded them and listened to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was going to say with, you know, with the team that you had there helping you out, uh, was with that, like, did you find that they taught you things that you might have not even considered or been aware of before going in? Because you mentioned that you know you're not you, you as a band weren't overly experienced in the recording setting, which makes sense. But yeah, was there anything that sort of surprised you about the process that you wouldn't have thought about? Um, I <laughs> probably probably a, a fair bit of it. Yeah, yeah like I, like yeah. I say, I hadn't I hadn't done a great deal of recording before. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess what was really handy is we were familiar with the songs, and so we could go straight in there. Do a do a scratch track to a click where everyone was just like a basically a rough live recording, 
and then we had the song there that everyone could then do their individual takes over, which I think is a pretty common process. But I mean, that's something that I personally hadn't hadn't done before. Um, yeah, so that was that was really good, and um, yeah. Other than that, I think yeah, it was. Um, I guess set up as expected. We, we were able to track drums and bass together because of the building. They had, um, you know, they weren't like soundproof rooms or whatever, but they yeah. could have their, um, have the bass amps in separate rooms to, you know, so you didn't get mic bleed and that sort of thing, but they could be playing in the same room together. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to say having that, having the, because that isn't too uncommon to have the bass and the um, drums played together. And usually it would be because you need that strong foundation to, you know, sound really tight. So I'm guessing that was the thinking behind that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The other one, which was really interesting was because of the, because of the nature of the building, um, there's a big old, you know, stone building and stuff with big rooms and high ceilings. Mm. And um, so reverb was totally taken out of any amps or, you know, there was yeah. no reverb. There was just like a, I mean, the, the amps were mic'd up from the speaker, but then there was also a room mic as well to get that reverb. And um, so, you know, there was little little bits of playing around with the sounds just prior to doing individual takes. Um, but I mean, that's that's where we were working with these guys who had all this experience, and they'd, they'd also done a little bit of recording in the building before as well. Yeah. So, um, and drums. I mean, they that because they had played. I, I believe drums are one of the most difficult things to get sounding right and sounding good. And um, these guys had done a bit of recording in the building before, so they knew the position of the drum kit. There's a certain spot in the the drum room where they they reckon it worked best, and um, so, you know, we could sort of rock up there. They told us to set the drums up there and that was it, you know. So, um, yeah, and they've, 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 they sound great. The drum, yeah, the whole recording, we're really happy with the whole thing. That's cool. Yeah, no, at least, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're proud of the work you've put in. So, it's really good to hear that. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Tell us a bit about, I want to hear more about the, the story behind you guys, because you see you've been together and playing for a couple of years, uh, which is really good. It sounds like you've got a really good, tight working relationship. Um, how did it? How did the, the sort of the lineup start in the first place? Was it a case of did you get it right the first time or was there a bit of swapping around um, before you got to that sweet spot? Uh, well... High Esperance is pretty small. With there's not there's, there's not a the crew to be able to. Everybody knows small. everyone else's secrets. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, initially it started with um, just Paul and I as a duo. So I was playing guitar and also some percussion yeah. with um, my feet and stuff. Okay. And um, was that and the Paul intention to start? Guitar. Oh, so was that the intention to start? You're going to go and do this duo thing. Well, not really. We just, I mean, I'd, I think I'd been, Paul and I moved to town at the same time about five years ago and I'd just been playing a few little solo shows and stuff. And um, I think we, oh, I was asked to do a show and I asked if I hit Paul up because I knew he played a bit of music, um, yeah. hit him up to um, just play some lead guitar with us. And so we, you know, we did a couple of shows in that format and then, because I'm a school teacher, um, and Scott's a school teacher too. At the start of 2019, he um, he moved over from Melbourne actually, um, and we were at our sort of staff drinks at the start of the year and got chatting. And he said he was a bass player, and <laughs> I, um, 
yeah. And so, and and then we, John had been living in town for the last year or so as well. And so we sort of, we had we had a gig that we were booked in for. And so we went from being a duo and we jammed about, I don't know, jammed for about a month and got the songs together for this, um, to, to run it as a band. And so that was, yeah, April 2019. So, um yeah, so that was, I guess that was that was it. We just sort of locked in as a band then, and um, have been working on that ever since. Yeah, nice, nice. Now I know you guys, because as of recording, obviously the EP isn't coming out for a week, but um, as of release, obviously you got the EP's out now, and you would have just played um, at your EP launch as well on the twentieth. Uh, so maybe just tell us a bit about that because. Um, about how that's going to – well, how you hope it's going to turn out, I guess, fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Um, as of tomorrow, if there's no more cases in WA, then mm. we go back to the stage four <laughs> restrictions. So, um, yeah, but we, what we've planned for is we've got a few um, people – so it's at the Cannery Arts Centre in Esperance, like mm-hmm. I mentioned before. Kaiser has done the – events sort of uh, we all you know set it up as the event and he's um done the promotions and stuff as long as well as us and um we've got some supports who are um have had some involvement with the recording process with us so we've got um 13 who is the band that drew goddard plays drums in now um so they're coming down from perth hopefully um Another guy who had some involvement with the filming and videos up there called Trace is uh, coming down for support. Chris Edmondson, the Wham board member who was involved with their recording, he's playing as well. And we've got another local guy, um, a young guy called Bodes, who um, has played a lot around here locally too. So um, they'll be, or we'll be all be playing on the night for the event. And um, yeah, we're hoping that. Um, well, I guess we're just hoping that, yeah. that that it's able to happen. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, really looking forward to it. And so that's the same day as our EP is going to be launched um, um, or released on the on the twentieth. Yeah. So yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun, and it would be. I reckon it would be an awesome show to go to. Hopefully, yeah, it all all goes well too. Is there any other shows apart from that that you'll be playing at in the coming months? Um, yeah, so just after uh, the week, the long week. I don't know. Do you get a long weekend at the on the? I, I never know from state to state which long <laughs> weekends like, people have. But the, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a long weekend in WA on the um, yeah from the twenty yeah twenty six. Oh, so the first of March, I think. Anyway, early. It's mm. always early March, but. Um, anyway, that's the weekend after our launch. Um, yep. there's, there's a Nanup Music Festival over there, so um, fingers crossed again. But um, that, that that festival runs. We're heading over for that. So we've got three shows at the Nanup Music Festival over the long weekend, um, and then that's all we've got booked in at this stage. Nice. So, um, yeah, that, but I guess a busy, busy couple of weeks for us. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And if you're in the area, I guess go to the festival because uh, that'll be this weekend as of as of release. So definitely go and check it out if you can. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, for sure. That's really cool. Um, I want to chat a bit about the uh, the the focus single now because we are going to be playing it soon. It is called uh, gotten the name uh, the Captain and the Queen. So yep. give us a little bit more info about this one because um, it is it's one that. It hasn't been released before the EP came out. It's one of the the new ones. 
Uh, yeah, give us a bit of a rundown on what it's about and I guess how you put it together. Um, yeah, well, that's one that Paul and I um, – Probably, it's probably one of the longest ones we've been playing, actually. Yeah. Um, Paul and I put that one together as a duo, and we, um, yeah, I, I guess it's along with everything. A lot of the lyrics in the, in all of the songs are based on sort of climate change and the effect that that's having on different bits and pieces. Um, I guess the Captain and the Queen's probably more at an individual level um, regarding the anxiety that. It can cause individuals and the effect that that can have on, um, you know, <laughs> at a personal level and if, with families and close friends and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, the, the whole climate change is a, um, a bit of a theme throughout, like I say, with throughout all of my lyrics um, and, like I said before, throughout the EP too. So, um, I guess without being too negative and dark, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's something that, um, I don't know, it, it's something that I – write about and I feel pretty strongly about. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because you mentioned how you're a school teacher as well, do you think that that perspective has influenced either your lyrics or the themes that you're writing about? Because, you, you you know, you've got this interaction with the next generation. Do you think that has a, has maybe like even if it's a unconscious effect, but do you reckon there is some effect going on there? Um, potentially. I mean, I, it's I probably it's, it's not an easy yeah. question to answer. I can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, I, I think so. I mean, you see the sort of, um, yeah. There's, I guess, I guess, as a school teacher, then you can you can sort of, I, I, like, I'm a I'm a design and technology teacher, so I'm a workshop teacher, so I yeah. can sort of um, the tasks that we're able to run are quite open ended. So you can you're able to, I guess, incorporate some things. Associate, you know, which which could, um, uh, how am I going to say this? You're you're able to incorporate some things in your projects that mm. are um, are able to be. I guess they they make students think about those type um, yeah. things about about climate and that sort of thing. So you know the re- recycling of things and reusing of materials and and that sort of thing and how materials are used in 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 certain parts that are going to enable them to be more sustainable and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, potentially there's the, the school, um, the teacher side of things there that has an, has an impact there. I don't, I don't know. Also, um, you know, I guess we've, we've got young family myself as well, so that um, probably, um, you know, <laughs> has an impact, makes me think yeah. about it too, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. not to, you know, let's not forget the family. Yes, very, very yeah, important. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Are your kids showing some interest in music at this point in time, or is it a case of like they're they're just not not that 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 stage yet? Oh no, they they love listening to music. Yeah, um, they love listening to the radio. They, um, I mean, yeah, my they love Vance Joy, <laughs> which yeah, they love listening to Vance Joy. They, okay. they like lots of proper musos more than my music, I think. But um, yeah, I'll get them. <laughs> I'll, I'll get them there one day. <laughs> one of no, these I've days. Got a I've got a little drum kit at home, and they sort of bash around on that, and um, like clicking pedals and that sort of thing. So it's yeah, it's it's. I think it's good. It's no, good that they've got an interest in it. Yeah, no sleep lost yet on the on the drum kit. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, I can. I, I'm in charge. It's still my room. That, I'm in charge. Oh, of that okay. Room, but, um, yeah. There's no drum curfew after 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
No, that's that's really cool. Um, well, I hope, hope that, yeah, the shows go really well. Um, I just wanted to say, apart from obviously the upcoming shows and that, um, do you and the, the other guys have any sort of, well, you know, even if they're half-baked at this stage, is there any plans for the next year? Um, uh, we, we've, we've got some new songs as well, which we, we're going to be playing at the, um, the next couple of shows. And mm. um, I guess we would love to look into recording them um but um you know we'll have to see what happens there that's yeah we've like i said we've all got different things going on with our lives so it's um depends on on timing for that but we'd love to do that not really like we've you know we've got these these next couple of shows coming up and then um, we'll see what happens over the winter. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it's like over in Melbourne, at, um, but over here, obviously, it seems like the summer is the busier time with with events and music and that sort of thing, and winter sort of slows down a little bit. So um, we're not too fussed about that. We're happy to sort of just work on jamming and rehearsing new songs and um, just winging yeah. it by the sounds of it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> not, Mixing our hobby with our uh, with our normal work. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Sometimes you can get this, you know, as you as you say, accidental gold. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, we we like we all love it, and and it's um it's a good little thing that we all get to do. Have a have a jam once a week. Have a get together, and um yeah, it's all just good fun. Fantastic, guys. Mm. Make sure you do um. Give the whole EP a spin when you get a chance, wherever you get your music. Um, do you, will you be selling hard copies of the release? Um, so at our launch, we've got um, part of the ticket deal is getting a um, – or everyone who attends the launch is able to get a CD. We've, pre- we've got a few CDs nice. um, sorted. Um, and we've actually looked into um, getting some vinyl done as well, a few mm. copies. But mm. um, uh, I guess the the – Additional CDs that aren't, aren't sorted out at the launch will be available for merch at our couple of shows. Um, so yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, guys, please there's, do there's- pick up a copy if you get a chance, and um, yeah, make sure you give give them a bit of love on all the socials. Check them out at um, check them out at Car Park Social wherever I guess wherever you've got the social medias up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've got uh, there's an Instagram site and a. Um, Yes, as we so well. as we so discovered the other day, and I'll mention it. You don't know who we don't know who it was at this stage, but um, when you do come over to Melbourne, we will fight you. That's going to happen. I'll get Mick, the other co-host, <laughs> and we will have that. We will have that showdown. We've been we've been promising. Okay, I've got nothing to do with any of our social media. <laughs> Not my department. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll have I'll have words with the the boys who have done that. Yeah. Up. <laughs> we don't want to upset anyone. It'll be like that um that 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 scene in uh, West Side Story. You know, we can do the like the gang dance or whatever. Like the you know you know the scene where I'm talking about where they're like they're all greased up and they're you know doing this. Is it in oh, is it yeah. in West Side Story? With like dancing oh, right. around the the basketball court or whatever it is. I don't might know. Have been Sorry, high, I might be confusing it with High School Musical. It's definitely oh, okay. there's definitely one in High School Musical where they're all well greased up, but. They're in there like high school jumpers doing like a fight dance thing. So, oh, classic. You guys will have to work on your footwork, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, eh? I'll um, be ready. Yeah, I'm getting my tapping <laughs> shoes on. So, uh, Daniel, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for, you know, joining me today. Um, it was good fun chatting and going into depth, especially about the recording process. 
Uh, make sure, you, yeah. as I said, go and check them out. And if you're in the area where they're playing, or if you see them play, make sure you go and um, go and do yourselves a favour and, and and watch them play. But uh, yeah, thanks again for coming in, Daniel. No worries, Daniel. Thanks heaps for <laughs> thanks heaps for having us, and uh, all the best over the next week. Yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll all be a okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, uh, we'll. Well, we may as well not waste any time and play the new the new single. Do you want to give us the uh, pleasure of introducing the song and reminding the good folks who you are and where you're from? Uh, all right. Thank you very much, Daniel. Um, we're Car Park Social and this is The Captain and the Queen. Enjoy.
Hello Sexy, you are listening to Bar Talk on AMR. It's the first time you really feel 
and you were just listening to First Time Really Feeling by Liz Stringer, and before that, it was The Captain and the Queen by Car Park Social. Ah, Tetch. <laughs> You're a professional these days, I must say. Oh, you've trained me well. Oh. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you're the Luke Skywalker to my Yoda, I think. Is it? Am yeah. I? Obi-Wan, mm. maybe. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to kill my dad now. Let me go. Let's <laughs> lead to guitars. Guitar lead to me. Songs lead to albums. And albums lead to tours. I do. Especially, hopefully, the lots of these bands that we're listening to right now get back on the tour train in the 2021 because last year was a complete write-off with this sort of stuff. Yes. And I'm so looking well, forward to Well, depending on where you were. That's very like, true. for example, Car Park Social, like, you know, W, like the rest of WA, like, WA was lockdown. Fine. That's very true. But hopefully lots of bands get What's to play Victoria? in. What's Victoria? COVID? Hopefully, Victoria, Victoria get back onto the live music train because I'm very much missing seeing some of my favourite Melbourne and Victorian and Australian bands live in Melbourne. Uh, sorry about that. That was my did you, did you? I reckon we would have heard that. That was quite loud. They, they had a little accident behind the bar, I That's think. All we right. are, of course, for those of you forgotten that we did last segment, uh, we are at the um, Northcote Social Club. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what did we hear just then? Like I said we just listened to First Time Really Feeling by um, The Stringer. <laughs> I just realised you'd said that before. I, and I, I was like, done oh, that fuck before. That. <laughs> but no, um, before we get moving too far, thanks to you to Good Time Marmalade and uh, Kate and the crew for hooking us up with mm. Car Park Social because it was honestly good times. Good times had by all. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, before we move on, we're actually going to move things around a bit this, this episode Ooh, because, of, because yes. I, I didn't realise the bar was closing as early as, <laughs> as, as it did. Um, we're going to quickly chat about the Liz Stringer song. We are here at 10.30 on a, on, a, on a night that's probably not a drinking night, but uh, here we are yeah. on a school night. Look at us. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I don't care whether it's whether it's um, school night or not a school night. That's I'm all true. about that. Uh, all us about alcoholics, that. we just don't care. No, exactly. <laughs> More about that nightlife. Um, but Liz Stringer came out with a really good track this last week um, called First Time Really Feeling. And it's going to be off her upcoming sixth studio album. Now, you can tell Liz is such a such a veteran mm. as far as musicianship is concerned. She, the song was just, you can tell, totally comfortable within her sound. Oh, not only that, right at the end of the song, there was this, you know, it was like a, it's like a five to six minute song. Yeah. And right at the end, there was there this There are cool, a couple of longer songs this week, I noticed. Very much so. But there was this, I thought, oh, okay, this is interesting. Where's this going to go? But there was just this cool outro jam with everyone sort of doing some solos and some cool jamming within, within the rhythm section. I was digging it. I was like, geez, yeah. play more, play more. I can't wait to see that song played live because I feel like that's one of those songs that cr- they can get the crowd really involved, lots of cool solos within the all the, the, within the band, and that's what I really look for. And, yeah. and, and honestly, just a really good solid rock song. I didn't like it didn't sound stretched by mm. any any, you know, efficacy of the imagination. It was just it was just really good. And this big lift into the chorus. That's what I, I love that sort of stuff. Now the album's gonna be coming out on the thirtieth of April and it's her first release and I think this is kind of like this is actually total coincidence too. Mm-hmm. But kind of appropriate that I do mention them. It's gonna be her first um her first album with Milk Records. Now Milk Records of course are known for being the co co-founder by Courtney Barnett. That's the one. Yep. We're actually right in her, right her in stomping her ground. I know the Northcote Social. I think it's only appropriate that we talk about that we mention Milk Records while it's we're here in Northcote. 
She's actually sung a song about my, my neck of the woods. I think she said, was it Reservoir or Preston? She did that song about well, that sort of song. Oh, summer. I don't know. Probably. Well, the, the 86 tram as well, which is well, right I was outside say, the door. Literally outside the door. <laughs> I can see it flashing right now. Actually, it's kind of funny. We were at, we were at this stop here coming out of Bar 303, which is literally two doors down. And we were coming on the 86 tram at this stop. And Selena, my girlfriend, is sitting right next to me. is going to remember it because it was fucking hilarious. This idiot had parked on the tram stop. Perfect. Yeah, this idiot had parked on the tram stop. And then, like, there was there was nobody to move it. So, what does the tram driver do? Gives no fucks. He just, like, drives straight into oh. it. Now, though, you've seen what these trams are designed like. This is one of the new trams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the proper name of them is, but it's, like, the big double, double you know, yeah, yeah. carriage ones. But they're, like, designed like a bullet train. So, they just, like, slam, like a battering ram, just slam into whatever they can, and just, they just push everything out. I'm just thinking, picturing a Husey in that rubbish bin going, go around. Well, that's the thing. It just... It, just, it doesn't work like that, it just, like, it just hit the car, and it just... <laughs> you could hear it scratching all the way up, and then and then it hit the, um, hit the side mirror, and the side mirror just, like, flopped off. And we're pissing ourselves, because... There was no one in the car and it had its <laughs> oh, no. hazards on. Somebody probably tried to pick up something or something. They didn't decide to park in one of the many parking spaces that were now free because this was at 2am in the morning. See, someone's uh, Uber, Uber Eats uh, order is never getting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was kind of funny because like, yeah, it's totally your fault. Like, I can't even fault you. <laughs> I was with the tram driver in this one. Fuck your car. I want to get home. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, that's my 86 tram story. Um, oh. Have you got an 86 tram story, Turch? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate enough to have uh, lived on the 86 tram line, let's just say that. So there's many <laughs> stories of uh, very intoxicated people deciding that they need to have very lengthy conversations, especially when they are the old trams where right that crossover in between sort of had a didn't have barriers. Oh, to the yes. Outside. So he decided that he needed to take, um, he needed to uh, relieve himself <laughs> in the in between thing as the tram was running. So, wait, in the bit where there's like the gap in between yep. the carriage? Yep, absolutely. <gasps> <laughs> That's why they on purposely kept it open. <laughs> absolutely. You couldn't get away with that on the new tram. They're totally sealed no, they're up. They're totally sealed up. Yeah, yeah. the old Granted. trams, though. Granted. <laughs> They're actually quite comfortable to ride in on That's a 45 true. degree day. That's right. The, there was nothing worse than riding on those old trams that didn't no. have any air conditioning on 40 on no, that's some exactly hot summer right. days. But, yeah, you, uh, but the, I guess the benefit was that you could pee you out could the side, take a piss out, stage, out, out the window, right. or out the middle. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> 86 tram line, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just Ooh. just for just for the experience. North take a ride. For the wind. <laughs> take take a ride all the way down to sunny Vandura. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, go for some DFO shopping while you're at it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Liz Stringer's album, yeah, first time really, really feeling. Um, and we that you just heard the uh, the title track of mm. that, which is as I said, out on the 30th of April. So go and keep an eye out for that when you do. Um, yeah, uh, the, well, actually, we're going to swap things up at the moment because oh, we yes. don't want to leave our our you know our we don't want to spoil the subject. Fun. Yeah, our subject beverage waiting, but. We're going to do, that was a perfectly timed bet, wasn't that, Ted? Perfect. Um, the alcohol review up now. Absolutely. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. 
I should use that on my show more often. I've, I, I've given you the ID. You, have. you are more than welcome to you. you are more than I'm more than happy for you to use it. Absolutely. Please do. You want to talk about booze? Use it. I don't Absolutely. Care. I want to make my alcohol review uh, a mainstay of many podcasts. I want to be starting as some sort of terrible. The more shows trend. you go on, the more the more the alcohol yeah. reviews get spread around here. But we do have a, it's have a both <laughs> have the same beer in front of us at the moment. And I can't remember now, the name of it. It's a pirate life. That's right. What was it? Passion fruit. Selena, you're going to do a scanning mission for me and uh, find out. <laughs> it was passion fruit and something else. This is why you have a girlfriend. I did, yeah. No, no she's my, uh, my my darling servant for the evening. But it but is a pirate life beer. It's now, a passion fruit-esque. It was a passion fruit flavour. Well, so, what's the flavour? Like acai and oh, passion fruit. Acai and passion fruit. That's my pirate life. Well, we can only try it and see how we go. I thought it was only appropriate that we, we, <laughs> we pick something that I've, we've both never tried before, which is what the whole point of this, this segment right. is. It's about learning about more alcohol to yeah. drink. So. The beauty of this, doing it in, in, you know, outside in the real world, is that there is no beer wank to read. You just That's see true. the label, you go, that looks interesting. Ooh, I want to have sweet. a taste. Smells sweet. Well, anyway, let's try to get in, into the microphone here. One of those cheers. Clinking uh, of the glasses. Do, I don't if know, you just... dare spill ma- <laughs> booze on my Zoom recorder. That's true. It's I, be, st- I kill you. I, I, kill don't, you. I don't know if this is going to work. One, two, three. Yeah, that definitely came out. I hope so. Because it's, it's the difference with this. With Normally, I can make fun of the sound of the can opening, but I can't do that this time. No. Anyway, I better take a sip as well. Ooh. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a beer. <laughs> I can't taste a single iota That's, of beerness. Where's the hops? <laughs> where's no? The, there is no. Hops. Where's the barley? It tastes like you've poured cordial in like a really, really weak it's like lager. A, it's like a, it's like a shandy, but you put, but you put passion fruit juice. It's a passion fruit spritzer. That's you know what, what it, it kind is. Of, if they make, can can cider's made of apples? Can you make cider out of passion fruit? I think you can make cider out of whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, if that's the case, then this is more of a passion fruit cider. That is so sweet. It's uh, it's sickeningly it sweet. Ridiculously sweet. This is like a. I wouldn't even call it a dessert beer because it's still bitter as well. It'll make. It's got like a bitter undertone. I've just been drinking carbon, so I can't taste the bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> You're having an IPA, so no one actually. No, IPAs are even bitterer. 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 I know there was some... Hmm. You didn't even try Melbourne Bitter before. No, I was having a cut and draft with you. So maybe I can't... Maybe I can't... Yes. No, (laughs) I think we're... Maybe um, we're diluted. We should have had some water before it. Oh, no, 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 no. See, my girlfriend has lovingly provided us with the beer wank courtesy of El Google. Um, Be careful, they might ban this too. Like the Facebook's bad news. (laughs) Uh, So apparently the tasting notes are... A soft lemon and raspberry sherbet that I can get. That's yeah. On uh, the palate, bright citrus and tangy passion fruit, mm-hmm. and it's fruit and gloom. Refreshing star. Who the hell wrote this review? It's like <laughs> terrible. It's like beer, sour, passion fruit. None of those words. Tangy. If you were to describe that to someone without saying it was a Say beer, that. none of those things would tell me it's a beer. Say that in the Donald Trump impersonation. I, I passion you. fruit. Starbuck. <laughs> it's tight. It's tight. It's tight. It's, it's tight. tight. You know, 
It's big, it's huge, it's fantastic, it's, ti- it's the tightest of beers. Tightest of beers. Tightest. Now I've known all of the beers, and I know <laughs> this one makes the best passion fruit beer. Yeah. However. Well, if I had to... Are we going to do it like out of five stars? You're right, look. Out of, the, the, it, out of five Route 86 tram piss-ups. <laughs> Jeez, then. Uh, I'm going to give... You know what? This is not my exact type of beer that I would usually choose. Oh, yeah. But if I had... But, but giving it a rating... You know, it's it's probably my... It's probably one of those beers you have one of at the beginning of the night, and then you move into your regular beers. And with that hmm. sort of thing, I would probably give it a two out of five. You can make cocktails out of this. I feel like that's where you wish... You go... Again, I said, it's like a shandy. It's like a half a beer, half a... Yeah. Half a, half a lemonade. It, it really feels like they've gone and... Um, Somebody's put Pasito in oh. your beer. <laughs> now, I like Pasito. Yeah, but they're two different op- the no, opposite ends of the spectrum. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting ahead of what I was about to say. Yes, you are absolutely right. I like Pasito. I like beer, but I don't ever have the same... I don't ever have them on the same night. This is like... if we you know that episode of The Simpsons and Homer's like looking for Skittle Brow? Where he's looking for the beer with Skittles in it? This is what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you, that, again, I'm going to laugh, but again, I'm not a Simpsons, I'm not a Simpsons library, your, so I can't. your fans out there that are Simpsons fans, hopefully they'll get There's that one. There's a few of them. There's a few There's of them. There's a few of them. Not Gareth, though, not the station man. Oh, He's there not, we go. He wouldn't even know what a Homer is. Oh, there we go. Poor soul. Dough, he thinks he put that in bread. <laughs> it's half, it's half of the donut. All right. My rating, 1.8. 86 piss up trams Perfect. out of five. I, I'm glad we're it's sort okay, of, we're sort it's of, not we're, that so, good. we're sort of on the same page, and I, I like that. I'm glad that we've uh... shitty minds think far too alike. <laughs> far too alike. Anyway, back I'm to the cut and draft. Kidding. What can I say? Okay. Oh, I don't even know if I could. Fuck, I've got to get back to cut and draft. Oh, it's so <laughs> too sweet. Uh, too bad my girlfriend isn't driving, otherwise, I'd be like, here, have it. <laughs> you finished it. No, <laughs> I thought that empty glass was you finishing it. Like, Jeez, oh, it's only two uh, two stars, but I'll fuck off finish it quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to drive home, mate. Still going to drive home in the in the safest way possible. Again, I'm sure I am. Just going to drink half and go. Here you go. That's it. I'm done. I've we'll had see. enough. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep going. We've still got, a, still got another segment to record, but we should record. What, what songs we got coming up now? Oh, now, um, yeah, we gave them things heavy as <laughs> we normally do, do at this time of the, the episode. I'm very, very happy. Actually, what's the next? Oh, this one was my pick. Rumours. If you could feel something too... No, if... I missed a word. If only... Curse you, mouthful of titles. Uh, <laughs> if only you could feel something too. Now, the next two tracks I will um, foreshadow are courtesy of uh, Collision Course, who bring out some, some great heavier tracks, mm. uh, who will tell us about some great heavier tracks that are coming out. Um, rumours are local too, Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and they are going to be coming out with the EP of the same name. Perfect. What is it with these fucking title tracks? Seriously. Um, but yeah, if you, if only you could feel something too <laughs> is, is going to be the name of the EP, obviously. Just like our podcast, We Only Do One Take Podcast, it's oh, the name that rolls off the tongue. If only the- you could feel something too. Come on, buddy, this is easy. I, You're the professional it's here. It's the passion fruit. It's <laughs> making me... Oh, it's, it's numbing my tongue. <laughs> but these guys have been doing really well. Um, they've been getting rotation on all the other p- 
places, and now AMR. Excellent. Most important. The thing. most important one of all of them. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to see important details, but... Uh, yeah, it just says they've been doing lots of stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully they can come out and tour. Like, you know, Melbourne band, I'm sure they've been stuck in lockdown like the rest of us. Maybe they're playing here. Maybe, Maybe they, they are. Can you imagine? You have to, we'll have to come back. Yeah, I know. We'll have to do it. I'll have to do an interview here. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're doing that, I'll be here as well, but I'll be drunk at the back, drinking this uh, beautiful passion fruit beer. Passion fruit pirate. Pirate. Pirate pa- live passion fruit. Jesus. Absolutely. Um, but no, it's just, I mean, this had just some. Some, some monster riffs. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that too, and the hook for days. And that's what got and me. The guitar like, tone with a- the guitar solo. Fantastic. I don't know what it amps was, they were using. I don't was, know what, what they were doing. If it was like a, a VST or whatever it is, plugging, plugging. Yeah. Man, I was digging it. It was chunky, and the fact that it, the, the the little solo at the end, towards the end, mm. just oh, robotic levels of precision. Fantastic. With that good fingering, mm. I was digging it. I was digging it all the way through. Kudos. You know, it just the hook and just the hook is just oh, <laughs> beautiful, excellent. Yes. The EP is out. I don't think it'll give us a date yet, so it'll be I'm out sure, when it's out. I'm sure it'll be out soon. It's probably it's probably a case that they just don't know themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Promotional secrets. I don't know. I don't exactly right. I don't know that many industry secrets at this stage. <laughs> Bloody hell! And uh, after that, oh, you introduced this one because this one was your your personal oh, pick. Yes, absolutely. Then we have Andromeda by the Flynn by Flynn Effect, not the Flynn Effect, just Flynn Effect. And it was a super progressive um, song with some, starting off with clean guitars, going into it with some angelic female vocals, and almost dream theater levels of changes, especially at the end with the uh, ending riffs going yeah. back and forth. Awesome sort it of stuff. It was just, and as you mentioned, like prog with a female vocalist. It doesn't happen very doesn't often. Doesn't happen often as probably it should, but it, when it does, it's really good. I'm always in, always interested and always keen to listen to it. So it's good to see an. an uh, I'm guessing an Australian band playing with a female-led um, vocalist doing prog rock, awesome stuff. Now, I'm pretty sure we've played played these guys before on either Heavy Reborn or something similar. Yep. And I'll, we'll talk about the other shows in a bit later but that we do, but um, they are also a Melbourne band, Flynn awesome. Effect, which is awesome to see. And I can't remember if they've interviewed Flynn Effect before or not. I'll have to ask Gareth. Mm. Gareth, let me know because I can't remember. <laughs> um, but I really like this. They are playing uh, not far from here. They are playing on March 13 at uh, Stay Gold. Oh, nice. And yes, that's, yes. And that's going to be um, their single launch. Now, tickets are out via Eventbrite. So go and check. I'm sure they got the event up and it's all mm. posted on their socials. Um, but the tickets, it said the price of the tickets is $25. But yeah, go and check out their Eventbrite page for the tickets. Um, awesome. They're going to be supported by Treebeard and Colour and Shade. But Stay Gold's a great, great metal venue. Great punk venue. Um, yeah, just the space at the back. Nearly rivals the... Uh, well, the social man, does, I say so does. myself. Awesome. Both venues, perfect for rock and roll. That's oh, the important thing. It is a rock and roll venue, yeah. Um, so I'm sure that's going to be an epic show. Um, that would be pretty pretty good. So I might have to follow up on that one. Mm. But yeah, March 13, Saturday, March 13 at Stay Gold, if you're in in the Melbourne area on that weekend. Absolutely. But yeah, that's for Flynn Effect's um, uh, single release for Andromeda. Nice. Shall we listen to them? 
Oh, bloody hell yes. <laughs> it's um, rumours. If only you could feel something too. And Flynn Effect with Andromeda on AMR. Got something on her mind now It says you wanna fuck with the lights out So where the fuck is my patience? Got my wrist, I think she's gonna break it Strung out, I think kinda faded In a deep depression In a pill obsession I'm blood like a leech Love I cut you off And it's all your fault And I bleed myself Cause I'm so self-righteous And this is where we fuck
AustralianMusiciansRadio.com
me. Oh, keep a hold of that bullshit. That is actually no, it's not bullshit. It's <laughs> it's bull. Uh, it's bull perfection. Uh, perfection, yes. Full in effect with Andromeda. <laughs> And rumours, if only you could feel something too, but what, just what you heard here on Bar Talk. We're back with, um, I'm here with Turch from the We Only Do One Take podcast Absolutely. Here live, well not live, but you know, recorded in person. You know, the first time ever recorded in person and we're here at the Northcote Social Club, they're Thank closing you. up and we're, we're trying and I've to got finish like up a beer. the show as I've quick as possible. I've got way too much beer. Well, I ordered an extra pint when I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> You can do this. You can do this. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. You can do this. See, we made the mistake. I thought they were going to be open a lot later, and they're like, oh, we'll chat a bit. Uh, and they're like, I've got to start work at 7.30. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't oh, start until 10.30. These, these nine to fives, mate, they, uh, they get you every time. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. But that's okay. What's her face? Um, but, uh, what's her name? Working night to five. Bit of Dolly Parton for that's you. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, bit of Dolly. Dolly up. Now, uh, we did our alcohol review second because of scheduling, Absolutely. but you know what? That's a bit weird. I'm okay with weird, though. I'm still, tr- I'm still trying to get my way through this, this passion fruit beer. It's, <laughs> I keep forgetting that it's a passion fruit beer, and I keep taking a sip and go, ah, I should have oh, done that. Oh, my that's God. Okay. Um, well, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if either one of those two tracks that we just played would feature on the other AMR mainstay show, uh, Heavy Reborn, which is out pretty much, I don't know, they keep changing the day on me. <laughs> it was out every Thursday recently, but then, like, last week's episode didn't come out to the weekend. Nice. So, I don't know what's going on with That's their right. scheduling. I'm still waiting for my co-host, Kieran, Kieran, I'm calling you out, to put out the episode from last week on our show, because it did not come out on time. Did, did you, you Did you leave him to do editing? Yeah. It was a mistake. I will do, see, that's the thing. I get burnt out after doing like 50, 40 episodes in a row of editing. And I'm like, you know what? I think Kieran is grown up enough now. He's, he's a fully grown man. He knows apparently. how to press play. He knows how to press play. He knows how to add in the theme tune and maybe edit out some, some blanks, blank sound. I think he can do it. I'm Hang pretty on. proud of him. Hold on a minute. Are you telling? Are you lying to my face, Church? I thought you were the. We only do one take. Yeah, but doesn't mean we don't edit. <laughs> oh no, that's fair. Okay, so okay, hard okay. to understand that. Okay. No, we don't do overdubs. Is what I'm, uh, I'm saying. We don't do overdubs. We don't do double tracking. We don't do any of that sort of stuff. But absolutely, we have to edit. <laughs> Otherwise, we just oh, sound retarded. Okay, point taken. You're not the we only do one edit podcast. Okay, okay. we don't know. We don't do no editing podcasts. So we absolutely God. edit. <laughs> In fact, the first episode we ever did, here's a great, you know, this is, if you're ever going to start a podcast, make sure you do like five episodes and then throw them out and then release the sixth episode. But for us, the, the first episode we released, I still edited it because it was almost backwards. <laughs> I just changed it around. And if you listen to it, I don't think you can really hear it, but there, there's some secret news for your, uh, for the AMR I'll listeners to, out there. I'll have to go and, uh, Oh, Have please don't listen to the first episode. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, but then you listen to one of the new ones and you're like, it's oh, true. that's an improvement. It's you know? true. And back then, we only had two microphones <laughs> as well. That was a, so There's only two of you, though. Yeah, I know, but then we had a guest on the next episode, the second episode. So you episode. had, like, you're, like, you know, tag teaming yeah. mics. <laughs> yeah. And I'm guessing you only had, like, a Shaw or something like that. Like yeah, a, we had like uh, two Shaw SM58s. And yeah, for uh, those of you that are in the music biz, which honestly is a lot of our listeners, mm-hmm. an SM58. He's not going to do it's you good do the job, when you're no. trying to third wheel on the mic. No, no. And now we've, <laughs> we've changed to some, uh, some other mics, which are, are a lot nicer. But, um, and we've got extra mics now, which is very exciting. But yes, 
Uh, I would not recommend that. But yes, very, very exciting for the We Only Do One Take Pod. We're a lot better now. We've got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming <laughs> I, up. I like that you can say, yeah, we've actually improved. We're not that shit. No. I know your tagline is shit show. Da, it da, is da. a shit show. I mean, it is um, a shit show. Like, coming up, we're going to be talking to our good friend from India who is a flat earther. Oh, he's from India. He's from India. Know. It's very exciting. So, you know, uh, at one stage, he didn't believe in Australia. And I think he doesn't believe that the moon is real either. Well, the moon might be flat as well. So, does he think you're a paid actor? Is that is that how that yeah, works? Yeah, I've been putting on this accent. I'm actually an American. I'm <laughs> paid by NASA. That's how actually. Uh, that's why I have to wake up so early. You know what you should Americans. do just to pi- just to, to throw him off. You should just start the conversation in like a faux Texan accent. It'd be great. Hey, how a partner ready for a new episode? And then, like, as we as you start to like start the episode, you you like pretend to put on the accent. Be good, actually. I, I just throw him off a bit more. I'm very excited because last time he was trying to explain to me that the Americans and the Russians were working in cahoots with each other during the Cold War. <laughs> and I, I was very much... I couldn't get my head around that. Ah, uh, yes. It's funny with conspiracy theorists. They either they never just believe one... Like, you know, like, oh, I believe the Earth is flat. Oh, but do you believe the Earth like that they went to the moon? No, I also don't believe that. Of course you don't. And JFK... It was assassinated, 9-11 was an inside job. All those, they believe every conspiracy theory all at once. They can never just do one. You either, you either don't care or you're in all the way, essentially. Exactly right. Now, look, I believe that the moon is fake. But other than that, everything else yeah. is, is ridiculous. I've watched Wallace and Gromit. It's clearly cheese. You know? And obviously 5G is making us all sterile. But other than that, there's, there's no other... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about Bill Gates there, but mm. all I can think of is that that video of him like dancing at the ninety five, uh, the Windows oh, ninety five no, launch. The best one is when he, he's in the interview and he asks people to. He goes, "I can jump over a chair," and he jumps over the chair. Great video. No, I haven't seen that. That's one. a great video. The other great video is him saying that uh, in the future everyone will be eating. Uh, synthetic meat, which just came out, and we'll be talking about that on the We Do One Day podcast in this episode coming up. Very Interesting, exciting. very exciting sort of mm, time. Yeah, lab grown, lab grown T-bone. You know, uh, look. Actually, you-, you know what? A boneless T-bone. If I'm going to get okay, <laughs> this is going to be my quick rant, and feel free to pass this on to, to your your esteemed your esteemed co-host. <laughs> but if I want lab grown meat, I want a boneless T-bone. Like as much as I know that adds flavour. Mm. It's fucking annoying to bite around. You can just, but you can just get like a porterhouse. Yeah, but there's less meat on the porterhouse. Just get a two porterhouse. <laughs> you got to think but outside the, the box. The nice- <laughs> Basically, I want that nice bit of meat behind the T-bone, like the like mm. the other opposite side. Yep. But there's no bone in between the good bit. Actually, they make the whole steak the really good bit. This is what I want. This is. <laughs> I don't care if it's synthetic. I want the good bit of meat. <laughs> My God, I know what I want, and I want what I know. Absolutely, it sounds like you just want Bill to Gates make it happen. Big slab of meat My made God. in a laboratory. And I tell you what, that was. <laughs> How's that for a, a, a segue? Because no, actually, that was a terrible segue. No, that was a terrible segue. It was nothing. How's that for a tangent? Because we were actually supposed to be talking about Heavy Reborn, which is out every week <laughs> and features tracks like the ones you we did here, like a little while back now. See, I was I'm about just, to say songs that you just heard, but 
No, because we went and talked about synthetic meat I was and gonna, Bill Gates. We just, and, we just you know, put, we Australia just doesn't exist. See, it's, it's with, the, with the We Only Do One Take podcast, we just bring every other show back down to a shit show as well. So we try our best, but uh, our, our reach is far and it uh, just gets worse and worse. Just, just like the tentacles, like the octopi, putting their tentacles into every orifice <laughs> known to man. Mm, absolutely. But we should talk about the next couple of tracks here because they're kicking us out. I've never been kicked out of the social club. Uh, so <laughs> let's make it a, two, uh, a bonus They're really bang on time now. They're really they? bang on time. It's, it's, uh, you know, let's, let's school talk about it. school night, but what have we got here? I think the next track we've got here is the uh, This Rainy Day by Jordan Merrick. Nope. That's going to be up soon. Oh, it is going to be up yes. soon. Yes. But before that... It is indeed the uh, debut single, actually, from this particular artist. I'm talking about Come So Far by Ah, Ocean. That's the one. This groovy, synthy wave. You know, in in this song here. Yes. All about, I'm going to be driving home from the bar here tonight. I'm going to put that song on. It's got a perfect driving song. Very nice. And yeah, we thought it suited very well to the end of the episode, or towards the end of the episode. But um, Ocean's is another uh, Melbourne artist, so local represent. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, you, this was just, oh, I was really good. Super I, dreamy. Yeah. They just had some really, really nice instrumentation involved. And honestly, it's, um, it's a really good debut. I'm honestly keen to hear more and I do hope I hear more. Mm. Uh, cause this does, it's, 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 it sets a high bar as far as he, as far as him being a producer is concerned. So, yeah. Awesome. He's got an upcoming EP too, so it, it, I'm, I'm, I am excited to, to hear more about when that's mm. going to come out. Uh, very good stuff. Like I said, super dreamy, super synthy, driving music, late night driving music. You need that in your life, you know? You know. You're not wrong. And uh, after that, actually, we had okay, coming, coming down again, keeping things nice and chill. We are finishing on, if I bring up the details properly... <laughs> Uh, Jordan Merrick's new song, This Rainy Day. Yeah. Now, this is just, this had this this man's voice has so much character. Mm. I'm not going to lie. What were your thoughts on this one? Man, I like this cool, like, apart from the, like, the acoustic guitar country, sort of country, yes, but the cool dragging drums in the back, just chugging the song along in, like, the slowest, dirtiest way possible. Man, I'm digging it all the way. I'm trying to work out. Now, he's from... He's our only Queensland artist for the week. Mm-hmm. She's been a bit... I'm trying to remember the last time we played a Queensland artist. It's been a while, I think, since we've had a Brisbane artist on the show. <laughs> so, you know what? Uh, kudos. But, uh, yeah, it's just such a such a cool, fun little track. I'm digging it. a great one to end on, I think. I was digging it. I was digging it. It was a bit of a... It wasn't even a... Was it raining today? I'm trying to remember. Nah, but it was on the weekend, I think. It was. Ah, it was. that's... Close enough. Close enough. The weekend enough. just merges into one... <laughs> ugh. One mess. <laughs> one messy bubble, let's face it. Isn't that right, Church? Absolutely. Before Absolutely. we do wrap things up too quick, you want to tell our good folks at home about the We Only Do One Take podcast Absolutely. and where we can find it. Absolutely. The We Only Do One Take podcast is a podcast hosted by myself and my co-host, Kieran. 
We talk about stupid news. We talk about, we, we yell about and rant about all of the minutiae of life. And then occasionally we get to have some really cool guests on. Obviously, we've got the Flat Earth Guy coming on. But recently, we've been taking it on to give podcast advice to terrible podcasts and shed some light on some fan, on some terrible and, fanta- fan, and some fa- hilariously fantastic podcasts that we've been looking around at recently in our new section called The Podcast Consultants. <laughs> but we can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some death threats, a rant, or some hate mail, make sure you email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Very good. I feel like your podcasting segments, the uh, natural progression of what we were doing <laughs> that time I came on where we were reviewing Absolutely. other podcasts. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, make sure you do check out us as well on AMR Australia via Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And of course, as always, our bar talk on Facebook and YouTube to catch all the interviews. And of course, on you know, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts mm. or uh, at shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk or australiamusiciansradio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk. New stuff always coming out every week. We'll be back next week with another cheeky, cheeky episode interviewing more artists and um, chatting shit with other people. Absolutely. Tetch, thanks for finally dealing with me in person. I hope I am just as shit as I am. Oh, look, you're, you're easier to deal with with Kieran. I've done a hundred and something episodes with him. so He just, just doesn't understand the plot <laughs> that we editors go through. <laughs> it's always no, a pain. understand the hard yards <laughs> that Absolutely. we have to go through. Damn right, damn right. <laughs> now, thank you so much for having me once again. Thanks so much. Um, we're going to finish off on the tracks. It's Come So Far by Oceans and Jordan Merrick's new song, This Rainy Day. Uh, we'll see you next time on Bar Talk. Thanks, Turch. Catch you whenever. See you, buddy.
makes me feel okay The clouds in the sky They don't ask me why on this rainy day I'm checking my phone You still haven't called That's all Australianmusiciansradio.com